You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 43. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Hey, you guys. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast. I have Terry Ann Reyes on today, and I'm so excited to introduce you to her because she has been, don't tell the other Yummy Mummies, but one of my favorite Yummy Mummies ever. But before I really introduce her and let her introduce herself to you, I want to make sure that you know you are listening to this on September 7th. So if you are not on the list, applications are going to open tomorrow, September 8th for the Yummy Yummy Experience October group. Now, if you're already on the list, you're going to be getting an email today. That is my first announcement I have to tell you. The second is you're again listening to this most likely September 7th, September 8th. Go to lauraconley.com forward slash weight dash loss dash masterclass. If you want to come to my masterclass, which is going to be hosted September 8th, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. So all you have to do is go to lauraconley.com forward slash weight dash loss dash masterclass. Without further ado, let's chat with Terry Ann. Welcome to the podcast. Introduce yourself to us. Hi, I'm Terry Ann Reyes. I'm from Winnipeg, Manitoba. For all that who don't know where that is, that's in Canada. And I am actually Yummy Mummy because I have two little girls, which I love and adore. And yeah, just so happy to be here and talking to you, Laura. Awesome. I'm so happy that you're here. How old are your girls? The oldest one is eight and the youngest one is six. I love it. So you guys, Terry Ann just finished up the May group that ended in August. So Terry Ann, tell us how much weight you lost. So when we started in May, I was 190. And roughly when we finished in August, I ended up at 166. So a little over 22 pounds or so. Yeah. That's so badass. That's so awesome. (laughs) Okay. So just tell us a little bit about your struggle, about your battle with dieting, yo-yoing, your relationship with your weight, your body, food. Tell us just a little bit about you and your experience. Yeah. So I think, you know, with a lot of other moms out there or just in general, I've always had this lifelong battle with my weight and just my weight loss and just idea of how I weighed ever since I was five years old. I remember I would have these memories of myself eating more than I wanted, but I would also kind of get in trouble for it. And it was more those memories of getting in trouble and those related to how I was eating or how much I was eating and things like that, that kind of started that. And then fast forwarding to high school and university, I just realized a lot of the times when I thought about maybe I should lose weight or I should work on getting healthy habits was around like starting something new, like a new relationship or starting, Mm. you know, university, things like that. And that's when I would get psyched and happy and excited. But then I would stop when I made a mistake or I felt I wasn't being perfect enough in doing it. And then I just started all over again. So I tried the new thing. And I remember I would take, you know, the crazy pills and exercise a lot, way too much than I wanted to. And then of course, trying everything and then just failing because it wasn't a lifelong thing. And it just made me more anxious and upset more than anything else. And then I would be right back where I started. 
So. I love the analogy that you just brought up, right? <laughs> it's like right when you fall in love, there's like all this <laughs> lust and excitement. And then it's like you have your first fight and you're like, screw that. Yeah. And no, literally, I just remember all those times when I'm like, when did I start working out? And I'm like, oh, yes. When I started dating that one person or when I was, you know, starting university for the first time or when I got a new job that I really liked. So like yeah. things that I started and I kept with the relationship or going to university, but those weight maintaining or the things I used to do to get my way to a certain goal never lasted for some yeah. reason. Yeah. yeah. Why do you think that is? Like, why do you think it never lasted? I think it was because my mentality around my weight loss was not in a great place. I would do the things like I'd work out so hard, but it be coming from a place of punishing myself. I ate all of this like fast food last night. I should work mm. out for two hours today Ugh. or I'm not good enough right now or I don't feel good enough to be around my friends because you know I'm not as thin as them or things like that I should start working out more and it came from a place of not really believing in myself which was I think where it started everything so yeah. you started like what you were kind of like Sarah from last week you guys I told you I think on last week's podcast I'm going to have a yummy mummy on every single Tuesday for the month of September because I just think it's so fun so Sarah was talking about her family was trying to put on her on a diet when she was nine and your battle started at five. I can't even believe that. Not that this is a contest, but five years old and then you would get in trouble. Say a little bit more about that. Yeah. So I think there was one particular memory where I was at the doctor's and you do your yearly checkup and the doctor says to me and my mom, you know, you know, your daughter's a little overweight for her age and everything. She should stop eating a lot. So I took that as, oh, I'm fat. And mm. I would often, if I wanted to eat more than I wanted to, I would get in trouble for it. Mm. And it's not like a bad kind of trouble, but I would get told, no, you can't do that. You can't yeah. eat. And I never understood why. Yeah. But I just was told that I was not good enough and I didn't weigh enough. Or I weighed more than I was supposed to. Yeah. Whatever that's supposed to mean. <laughs> oh my God. So, it's so yeah. crazy. It's so toxic, right? And it's like, yeah. like I was saying last week, it's like no fault of your parents right? They were probably just trying to do their best, but it's just so crazy that at age five, we're being told already to not listen to our bodies. Most yeah. likely, like our bodies are going to tell us. Well, yeah. And plus too, I think back to that time, it was like back in the eighties, there wasn't such a thing as body shaming then. You know, there wasn't that concept of like, maybe you shouldn't tell children that they weigh a certain way and that could really have lifelong effects on them. I really, you know, think about those times that kind of changed to where I am now. But at the same time, I do also, I'm not thankful, but I'm also like, it helped me to get to where I am now. And so if I didn't have those memories, I wouldn't gotten to to that point in my life where I'm like, you know what? I'm okay with what happened because I can move forward and past it and move better to where I am. So mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Like I think I've said this on the podcast before, but it's like, I never want to do the work of weight loss for you. Not that I can anyways, but right. If I don't let you heal that, if I don't let you have the growth, not mm -hmm. that I could actually control that <laughs> anyways, you wouldn't have the growth. Like you wouldn't mm -hmm. have all the unexpected benefits or all the byproducts of of having to overcome the shame or the struggle or whatever. Mm -hmm, exactly. So what are some of those byproducts for you? Like you're whatever, 22, 24 pounds down, right? Why is that awesome? Like, yes, it's awesome because you physically weigh less, but mm -hmm. tell us like what else? I think what else, you know, happened on 
my journey is that I just took these tools that you gave us, these concepts of not giving up and being able to always have the best thoughts of yourself and intentions and those create your results. Those are such simple concepts and I never realized that I I realized these concepts exist. They're not like brand new. Okay. (laughs) But to be able to apply it to myself and to my weight loss journey and just to my overall life, that was really profound for me. And that really took my life in a completely different direction than I thought it would. Like I just came into joining you in the Yummy Mommy experience because I did want to lose weight, but I came out with so much more of just how I thought of myself and the ability of what I could do and what more I could do for myself. I never thought I could continue to be positive and have positive thoughts thoughts of myself, which is really strange. I know normally when you're like, no, it's super easy. Anybody could have positive thoughts about themselves. It's like, actually, it's really hard. We always think negatively. I think about ourselves and we don't really consciously do it, but we do because we want to be the most perfect version of ourselves. And we think criticizing ourselves a lot of the time does that. And it's actually quite the opposite. It actually stops you from being a positive person because you're always like self-doubting yourself and you're always Mm -hmm. thinking that, you know, you're not good enough. And that for me was in the last three months that changed myself completely thinking to myself, you don't have to be negative. You can be positive and still get the growth and the results Mm -hmm. that you want. Yeah. We're so backwards, right? We think like, oh, if Mm -hmm. I just beat myself up hard enough, then I'll like get to my goal. But like Mm -hmm. we have proof now as a society that that doesn't work. <laughs> exactly. And I remember I would take walks just to be able to work out. As I'm walking and working out, I would think to myself, you know, you put yourself in this position before the yummy mummy and the whole thing, you know, you yeah. put yourself in your position. Why did you do this to yourself? Why can't you do better? And I'm working out and I'm trying to, you know, but I'm still having these thoughts to myself that are kind of damaging me in the long run. And now I don't have these thoughts anymore. I mean, yes, I'm human. I will have the occasional like, oh my God, what happened? Like, But I do now have the tools of just looking back with love on myself and thinking, you know what? It's okay that you're upset or it's okay that you're frustrated, but I want to make sure that I get past that and I feel it and I progress and move forward. And I'm, and I'm actually doing that daily, which is pretty awesome. That's so cool. So what is, so you're doing that daily. So how does Terry Ann experience her life on, so today, September 1st, on September 1st versus let's take you six months ago on, let's say March 1st, like you're just a day in the life of Terry Ann. Tell us how, because I think that's what people can't wrap their heads around, right? It's like, we see those memes on Instagram or those quotes (laughs) on Instagram and they resonate like, oh yeah, Mm -hmm. positive thought equals a positive result. But it's like, how, right? Of course, that's what the experience teaches you is like really Mm -hmm. how to program your brain with those positive thoughts. Now tell us now that you've programmed your brain with those positive thoughts, what's your experience of you? being with you like six months ago and then now? Yeah. So six months ago, you know, I think I would do the same thing in terms of just waking up. Six months ago, it would be just like, oh God, another day. What do I do? What do I wear? I don't want to try to find anything because it won't fit me. I don't want to go through with this day because I'm tired. I just want this day to be over with. Right. Uh. 
And now it's more like I wake up and I'm like excited and I want to be able to see how much I can progress. And honestly, I wake up being more present. I remember the moments when I wake up with my daughters and they're happy and smiling. And, you know, I take that extra minute or two to say good morning to them and hug them. You know, those kind of things that I definitely are more conscious of and I want to do more of because Mm -hmm. I know what kind of thoughts I have that can get to me to that place, which is really great for me to be able to be in that kind of place. So, and that's just my morning. (laughs) Yes. How does that carry through to your day? Yeah. People people are like, oh, I don't care about my relationship with myself. I just want to be at my natural weight or I just want to be thin. And it's like, you should care about like your relationship (laughs) with yourself because that's who you're with all day long. Like that is your life. And let's just talk about the morning of just stepping on the scale. Because I did that six months ago because I I used to do programs like Noom where I would, Mm. they would tell you, you have to step on the scale every day because it is what you need to do to get used to the fact of just doing it, but never understanding the why. But now when I step on the scale, I do have a little mantra of what I say before I step on the scale. Faith over fear. Just Ooh. believe in this. It's going to be okay. You don't need to be afraid. And in the beginning of our Yummy Mommy program, I would say that every day because, you know, I was a little afraid, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah. But now, <laughs> you know, when now it's I maybe say it to myself maybe once a week, if that, because, you know, there are the moments and it's yeah. okay. But I do have that to make sure that whatever the number is, it's fine. It's okay. So I love how you're also just speaking <laughs> to the fact that it's just autopiloted. Like you don't even mm-hmm. most days, right? You don't mm-hmm. need a mantra because it's just like brushing your teeth. It's like as mm-hmm. neutral as brushing your teeth. Exactly. And then so stepping on the scale, you know, six months ago and seeing the number, whatever it was, if it was like 170 or 180 or whatever it is, it would literally determine my whole day. Mm-hmm. If it was a good number, whatever that a good number is considered to be, I'd be like, yes, let's eat better. Let's make sure that we counter calories, all this kind of stuff, right? But if it wasn't a great number, I'd be like, oh, crap, whatever. I'm just going to just either give up or just have a crappy day. Now it's seeing the number and the number is the number. And it doesn't matter if it's 160 or 162. But at the same time, if it is, let's say I go up two pounds or I go down a pound, I know why. And I'm okay with that. And just being able to say, you know what? That number is a number and let's move forward with our day. And we're going to keep doing what we're doing because we know it works and we're going to be okay with it. Honestly, Laura, that feeling is so freeing to be able to just move forward with the rest of my day like that and not have any negative thoughts towards that number and to how it's going to affect the rest of my day. Because the rest of my day is pretty important too. And there's just so many other things I'd rather do than worry about my weight for the rest of the day, which is kind of silly now that I think of it. Yeah, no, totally. But we're all of us, our old selves, right? We're doing it for so long and it's okay. Our culture is designed to condition (laughs) and socialize us so that we're obsessed with it, right? Mm -hmm. But it's like when you're not thinking about it all day, then you can be, like you said, more present with your kids, which is what mm-hmm. everybody wants, or more present with your work, or I don't know, tell yeah. us about the rest of your day and what it's like now that you have a lot more positive thoughts. Yeah. So the rest of my day is me being able to continue. Like, I mean, we'll always, I'm always going to have thoughts about, you know, how I'm doing, what my progress is like, those things happen. But I also love doing the journaling. I do it daily. Actually, I'll do, sometimes I'll do just two sentences, a couple of things here and there, just to be mindful of where my mind is at and to get those ideas out on paper and just saying, you know what, this is what I'm thinking about. And this is what Mm -hmm. I want to focus on and 
it ends in a positive note, like 99% of the time. And if it doesn't, it actually helps me write out what is actually happening in Mm. my mind and getting that thought download out there. Yeah. Like what's actually going on. I know sometimes we can't see it when it's stuck inside our brains. And it's funny because I used to always do this a lot with my career. So I have a three day rule. If something is bothering more than three days, I need to figure out how to fix it. And this is just in my career, but I never really applied it to my life. And what I could do about, you know, if I'm thinking about something longer than three days, I need to do something. And journaling really helped me do that in being saying, you know what, let's write it all out. Let's see what's actually going on. I might get a solution, but I might not. But at least I was able to understand myself a little bit better Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. And that's all that matters. And now just journaling. Like I've always loved journaling. I remember actually getting my first journal when I was 13 years old as a birthday present. And I journaled up until I was... I believe up until I was married. So I've had like around a few of my journals and then I just stopped for whatever reason. But now journaling again, it kind of brings out that second passion for me of writing and just getting my thoughts out. And especially through this journey, I've found things in myself that I never thought existed. Like journaling was used to be like, you know, this is what I thought and all these things, but I'm actually journaling in a little different way of just an intentional one saying, you know what, we're going to talk about how we want to look back with love a little bit more. And what that means to me. Or sometimes it's going to be like, this is what I'm thinking today. What do we think of? And it's awesome because I never actually journaled that way. You know, you know, when you're little and you're like, oh, I have a crush on this person and all these kind of things, right? Yeah. And like what I did today, right? (laughs) It sounds like you're like intentionally journaling on like Mm -hmm. what you want to think. It's like, I think it's really a great way to pre-program your brain, right? On like what you want to focus on, what you want to think about. And that really helps change the brain from a brain that's biased towards the negative to a brain that's then biased towards the positive. I love it. Yeah. And I think that, you know, even for people who don't like journaling, like who just don't like writing or things like that, I think we're in a time in our society where you don't have to make it a pen and paper kind of deal. You can even take out your cell phone, jot a few notes and then move on with the rest of your day. But I think it's really important to do it daily because the things you're thinking, even if they're conscious or not, the ability to release them from your mind for even a moment is amazing because I know a lot of moms will do this they'll go to bed and they'll Mm. have like oh I have to do this I have to do the laundry I have to get groceries oh don't forget this and this and this but I know that if you write all that down you can get a better night's sleep it's the exact same thing right I love that okay so tell us what you would tell somebody who was you six months ago, somebody who has struggled with their weight, been on kind of the yo-yo cycle, the roller coaster of up and down, what would you tell them if they are considering doing the Yummy Mummy experience? I would tell them there's never a perfect time to do it because I think that a lot of people wait and say, you know what, I'll do it when I get married. I'll do it when my kids are old enough. I'll do it when my career is where I want it to be. And really, you're going to be waiting forever for the perfect (laughs) moment to do it. So just start and never give up. Because Mm -hmm. it's one thing to start. We all start things because we want to be able to do something different and new, but start, but also never give up no matter what. Even what if you know, make say more about that for you? Because yeah. you mentioned at the beginning and I wanted to ask you, like, you're like, you taught me what not giving up really meant and like how to implement that. So just say more about what not giving up really means for you. For me, not giving up meant even if I had a bad day, 
-hmm. even if I made a mistake and a mistake could even be, you know, something small, like, oh, I ate too many cookies today Mm -hmm. or something considerably big, like, oh, I gained five pounds. And it just means not giving up no matter what happens in your day, no matter what kind of issues you're having, but also no matter where you are in your weight loss journey. That to me was like, don't give up. Okay, that makes sense. But when you actually believe in it and you apply it every single day, like I am far from perfect. Actually, I don't strive to be perfect anymore, which is what the biggest thing you've taught me, like never (laughs) strive to be perfect because there's no, you're never going to get there if you, that's what you want. Right. But be a little bit better every day, be better than you were yesterday and you'll see how far you can get. And that's what I've been doing now. That's what it truly means to not give up for Mm, me. I love that. And I love what you're bringing up about little baby steps because nobody wants to do baby steps, right? What they want to do is they want to lose all the weight yesterday. They want to do this all or nothing thinking, but that doesn't get us the result that we want, right? It's so unsatisfying to change habits slowly but surely, but that's the only way to do it so that it's permanent, right? Right. It took me eight years to get to the weight that I was. I gained like maybe, I don't know, 40 pounds since I was married and had kids. It took me eight years to that get to that place. It's mm. not going to take me 10 days to get back to where I want to be or anything, right? So yeah. why do I think that these timelines that I give myself are realistic? And it's honestly a lifelong journey. Like I understand that now and it actually brings me more peace than anything else knowing that you know it'll take however long it's going to take and I'm okay with that I am honestly okay with that yeah that I mean that brings me even hearing you say that like a feeling of like peace and ease right when so many of us are bringing the opposite to our weight loss journeys we're bringing like graspy hustly rushy energy and that just ends in self-sabotage yeah yeah so I love it it goes back to again what we're talking about the beginning of like this is a relationship. A lot of my listeners, a lot of our yummy mummies are in marriages, right? It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, at the beginning of a relationship, it's super hot and sexy and <laughs> there's all the energy and enthusiasm. And then there's a fight, but then you've got the commitment to catching you, right? Mm-hmm. Like we said in our vows that we will continuously consciously choose to love each other, right? And I love <laughs> to like offer that to the yummy mummies too. It's like your job is to continually consciously choose to be in a relationship with yourself, capital S, and your body. There's all this energy and excitement at the beginning of the MUM experience or really at the Mm -hmm. beginning of any journey. But it's like the true commitment, like you're talking about, is really never Mm -hmm. giving up even when there is a stumbling block or even when there is a failure, quote unquote, or mistake, like you said. It's that practice of looking back with love. It's that practice of, okay, if I have a fight with my husband, we are going to, because of the commitment we have to each other, And the tools that we have, right? We're going to talk about it. We're going to say, huh, I wonder what happened there. What can we do better? How can we fix this? How can we get to the root? How can we actually become stronger? How can we make this a richer relationship? And then it just gets better and better. And exactly, it's so much better than it was at the beginning. It's even better than that like infatuation stage, right? It's even so much more deep. Yeah. And that word commitment, I think we honestly use that word specifically for marriage 
marriage or any type of relationship. Mm. But I also think we also use it in our career. Like if you were Mm. to have a relationship with a client and let's say you had a disagreement, you're not going to say to your client, you know what, that's it. We're over. You would be like, okay, let's go back. Let's figure out what happened and let's move forward because we know that we've made a commitment to this partnership. And it's like, why can't we do that to ourselves? Like, why can't we? That's so good. Exactly. It's not like, oh, my husband didn't take out the trash one time. So now we're getting a divorce. (laughs) That's what we do with ourselves. We're like, oh, we ate one cookie when we said we weren't going to eat a cookie. So never mind. Screw this relationship with myself. Exactly. Or we're going to eat 20 more cookies because we gave up. So what's another, you know, 19 more cookies? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That that would be like being like, okay, so my husband didn't take out the trash, even though he said he was going to take out the trash and he did it. And then we get in a big fight and I'm going to go make out with 17 boys at the bar. Like that would never happen. Yeah, exactly. So good. Okay, so tell us, this was my favorite, Terrianne. Tell us, you're at a party. Somebody asks you like how you lost weight. You came up with like the most beautiful analogy. Will you share it with us? Yeah. So because the Yummy Mummy experience has so many aspects, I wanted to make it something that people are relatable to. So if it was at a party, for example, and you know, someone asked me how I did it, I would ask them, do you know how to ride a bike? Most of the time people would say yes. And I'd be like, oh, okay, cool, cool. So how did you do that? And, you know, most people tell a story about how, you know, they were with their mom or their dad or someone that they were close to and they practiced and helped them and everything. And they eventually did it. I was like, okay, great. So did you fall or have an accident of any kind or anything like that? And maybe they would probably say probably fell or something. But I would also ask them, so did you do it perfectly the first time you did it? And everybody would be like, no, no, I practiced and practiced and I finally did it. And I'm like, oh, okay, awesome. So everything that you said and what you did and everything and the moment that you actually knew how to ride your bike, how did you feel? And, you know, some people would say, you know, it was awesome. I was able to do it. And some people would probably even say they were like, they felt free, right? Because they were actually doing it on their own without that help and support. And I would tell them that's how I did it. That's what the yummy mummy experience is. And that's what I went through. And that's where I am now. I know a lot of people like, yeah, okay. (laughs) How is that even comparable? I'm like, okay, isn't it though? Because, you know, at the end of the day, you have Laura there helping you guiding you, showing you why and what happened. And that you're going to make a mistake because you're human. But, you know, Laura is going to be there helping you and asking you why, but it's coming from a place of love. And I think that's Mm. the biggest thing. Eventually, you know, you keep going at it, you keep getting to your goals and you're getting closer and closer, closer to getting to where you want to be. And she's there, but she's going to let go. And Mm. you won't be afraid because you know that you are able to do this yourself. And it's something that you'll be able to learn to do forever. Exactly. Like once you know how to ride a bike, you know how to ride a bike, right? Like once you know how to lose weight for the last time, you know how to lose weight for the last time. Exactly. Yeah. Like no one ever forgets how to ride a bike. But at the same time, everyone says it's as easy as riding a bike. So why can't we apply these concepts to our life and to our weight loss journey? And it makes sense to me. And that's what I wanted to share with everybody else. Because losing weight, especially when you add to the idea of losing weight for the last time, it actually seems pretty daunting. 
But when you think of riding a bike and what that felt like and how, what your experience is like, it allows you to understand this journey better, the yummy mummy experience journey better. And then you don't feel as afraid and it's not as daunting and you have someone there to help you and guide you. You're not in it alone. And for me, that was the biggest thing. I was very worried about me doing this alone or how could anybody relate to me? But I actually wasn't alone at all. Not at one moment. I love that. Yeah, you loved the group dynamic, huh? Yes. Oh my God, I did. It was because I didn't know if I could relate to anyone, but also if anyone could relate to me. Like, I really didn't feel that anyone had the same issues as me. Like, I felt like I'm doing all these things and I don't know if I'm doing it right, but I'm going to try this. But how am I going to explain to all these other women that I can't lose weight for the, <laughs> and I, I don't know what to do and I don't know why I'm doing these things, you know, and is actually quite the opposite because other women will share these stories and you're like, oh my God, that's exactly what I'm going through. And since then, you know, I'm actually in close contact with quite a few people from the group. And it's awesome too, not just because of that, because we also have this support forever. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's not like, you know what, when the group ends, you guys go your separate ways and that's yeah. it. And I say this to people I'm in close contact to whenever you need to talk to me, even if it's just to tell me how everything's going, whether regarding your weight loss or not, like I'm here to listen. And then they do the same for me. And it's honestly so comforting because there are yeah. moments when you can't yeah. actually put into words what's going on in your life. And when you have someone to email or talk to for those five minutes, you actually have a lot more clarity. And these women provide this for me so often. It's really amazing. That's so awesome. Because I know people are hesitant about the group oftentimes because they're like, I'm going to be the weird one or I'm the unit. Like you're saying, I'm the unicorn that can't lose weight or like, how am I going to feel like I belong and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. And I remember you just being like totally emphatic about like, (laughs) I'm obsessed with the group. I can't believe this. (laughs) Yes. And everyone, honestly, everyone is so friendly, like overly friendly. I'm just like, wow, oh my God. (laughs) I don't, I can't believe how friendly you guys are and supportive and open so and that helped me be open and supportive and confident and it was really really great experience for sure that's so awesome so how much more weight do you want to lose I do want to get, you know, like we talked about in my original consult, I do want to wear my wedding ring again. Yeah. I'm almost there, maybe 20 pounds to lose, give or take. That would be my wedding weight. But at the end of the day, I want to see where this goes. I want to keep going and seeing mm-hmm. how far I can get and meet my future self and kind of get to that place. So I love that. And where are you on the possibility scale in terms of whether or not you believe that that is possible or inevitable? for you? I mean, I already know the answer to this, but tell tell all the listeners your belief, right? Because I think that's a problem for so many of us. We stop a program or the program is done and then we start eating all the things and we don't believe in ourselves. So just tell us a little bit about your experience when the program ended and just your belief system and you moving forward. Yeah. So I do want to say though, that I've always wanted to have the goal of wearing my wedding ring again. This is not like a new goal for me. I've always, Mm -hmm. I've had this in the past. Since I've been married, it'll actually be 10 years next month. So, oh, when's oh, your actually, anniversary? When's your anniversary? Well, at, the, at the end of this month. So, September 30th, it'll be 10 oh, okay. years. Okay, amazing. Yeah. Oh my God. What a so, good gift to give yourself. I, know. I love it. So, you know, I've always had this goal, but this time around, I actually do 100% believe I can get to this goal because mm. I understand it'll take how long it takes. 
you know, it'd be awesome. Like you said, it'll be an awesome gift for myself if I was able to do the end of the month. But I don't have that timeline for myself. But the the goal is to get to that place where I get my wedding ring back on. And that's it, right? And that also was such a simple concept of it'll take however long it takes. Yes. But when you actually understand it and you're okay with it, understanding it is one thing. Being okay with it is also part of that acceptance and peace and being able to be happy with where you are in your life, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where you'll get your progress and your motivation mm-hmm. from, exactly. right? Yeah. So I know if it'll take a year, it'll take two months, six months, whatever, it's fine. But I know yeah. that I'll eventually Because it's as there. good as done for you, right? It's as good as yeah. done. You're already living the feelings that you thought you were going to feel over there once you got your wedding rings on. You're feeling those feelings now. And those are the mm-hmm. feelings that actually create the actions that get you quote unquote there. That's so yeah. awesome. I just love that. It's so good. So tell us what you're, I think on the last call, what you were celebrating or what you were thinking about yourself. So just tell us about our last call and what you shared on that call, if you remember. Yeah. So I, you know, I really am celebrating, you know, where I am in my life and just the fact that I honestly love who I am and I love my body. And again, this is something that I never even thought could happen or is possible. Maybe I had like commitment issues. I don't know. In the past, but <laughs> to say that I could love myself was actually something I was very worried about or scared mm. even. Because yeah. to say that, you have to mean it. And to mean it, you have to be able to be again, fully committed. I love my body and everything. And to actually say it out loud, it's definitely worth celebrating. And the thoughts of, you know what? I'm a queen. I love my body and I know where I am in my life and I know what I represent. That's it for me. Just being able to be in this place. It's a really great thing. What a gift (laughs) to be able to pass down to your daughters. The gift of you loving yourself and you modeling that is inevitably going to give them the same thing. I think that's the most effective way of parenting is just being what we want to instill in our children. And just being able to say it openly and being able to say that because even if a lot of the times when you do things, I think that you do them subconsciously, unconsciously. When you actually have those thoughts of, you know, I love myself, I love my body, you actually transfer that love and that ability to love to other people. And I know I'm able to do that to, you know, my children, my family, my husband, my friends. And I get those comments of, are you doing something different? You know, all these kind of things. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. Thank you. But at the end of the day, I am transferring these thoughts of love and just being able to honestly tell people, you know what, I I love being around you and I love you and I want to be able to get you to know that without actually having to say it, which is nice. But when I do say it, I do mean it. Of course. (laughs) It's so contagious, right? It's just so contagious when you're being that. It's like you automatically give that gift. That's so cool. And people honestly want to be around other positive Mm -hmm. people. I mean, whether you do it consciously or not, it is like you said, infectious. And you want to be surrounded with people who provide you those feelings, that warmth and that comfort, right? So why not allow that to be you and be able to give that to other other people, right? Yeah, Yeah, I love that. I love that how you said allow that to be you because it does take an allowing and it does take a little Mm -hmm. bit of vulnerability to let yourself love yourself, right? It's not 
the most comfortable thing at the beginning. But if you can learn it, the gifts are so yes. much better than you like being a certain number on the scale, right? Like, yeah, yeah. And don't get me wrong, I'm not like out there hugging people like random <laughs> strangers or anything like that. I hope no one's thinking that because that's like, especially no. now, like, no, that's not what I'm doing. But honestly, it's as simple as um, so I will listen. I'll, whatever you need, I will listen. Yeah. I make myself more present to my friends and family. Like before, honestly, before all of this, I didn't want to be mm. around my friends. I was only around the you know, close family and things like that. It was just because of them. It was it had nothing to do with them. Oh, it was a more about myself totally. and my shame and my guilt and yep. just how I felt I looked. And whether yeah. or not they cared about what I looked or anything, that was just me and my thoughts and just yes. what I thought about myself. But it really, you know, I know it really upset myself and other people too, because I would turn down, you know, like, oh, do you, you want to hang out? Do you want to do these things? And yeah. I didn't feel great about myself. And I was like, no, actually I'm busy or I'll, I'll do, you know, I don't have time mm. or something. And, yeah, and you're now, not living the life you want to live, right? Because yeah. you're like really just afraid of seeing your own thoughts about yourself. A lot of times we'll say like, oh, I don't want to like go to that because what if they think blah, blah, blah about me? What if they think I've let myself go? And it's really like, it's not their thoughts that are bothering you. It's your thoughts about you that are bothering you that you don't exactly. want to see, right? That you don't want to have to have like right in front of your face, but that's yeah. really the problem. And also I was just worried about, I guess, my thought process when I'm with them. I'm just yeah. being like thinking, you know what? Uh, I wonder what they think about how I look mm. or I, I feel uncomfortable how I feel or what am I eating in front of them or what am I doing? You know, and all those kind of things. And now I'm just in the moment and just being present with them. And I actually want to be with my friends as much as possible. And I mm. think, you know, COVID did a lot with that. You're isolated for so long. You want to yeah. be you know, with people safely, yes. but you do want to be with people. And I'm actually taking as much of that as I can at this moment, but doing oh. it more presently, just being, you know what, I'm doing this because I want to be around my friends who also honor me as much as I, as I do them. That's so cool. I remember when we had done your consult, you struggled to make the decision to come on board and actually sign up for the Yummy Mummy experience. Will you tell us a little bit about your process and how you ended up deciding to go for it? Yeah. So, you know, when I first heard about you and the Yummy Mummy experience, I knew I wanted to just try something new because I didn't know what else to do. Mm -hmm. And so we had our consult and you explained it to me. And I, I was really hesitant from a financial perspective because it is a big commitment, but also to just from a starting commitment of just, okay, this is not just a new, this is not just starting 39, 39 bucks a month at Weight Watchers or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Or just this is a commitment. And you mm -hmm. know, if you're going to do this, you're all in. So are you sure you want to do this? And I remember you, you specifically told me, you know, I understand, you know, you're concerned, but you need to have skin in the game. And that mm -hmm. resonated with me a lot. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I do. You know what? And I want to, in the beginning, I was like, no, I need to do this. I need to do this for myself because I don't want to feel like this anymore. And I don't want to yeah. do this anymore. And I don't know what else to do. So let's yeah. do this. And, and that made me move forward with your yeah. yummy mummy experience and moving. And I honestly don't regret it at all. I actually am so thankful I made that decision for myself because it opened up so much more than I thought possible. Mm. And it opened up so much more of wanting to be able to understand the best version of myself, to be able to say, you know what, I can do whatever I want to, honestly, in my life. 
And I apply that a lot to, you know, my career and relationships and all that kind of stuff. But to actually apply to myself, that to me Mm. was the biggest thing. And it's great to be actually be able to say that now. So. That's so cool. Do you have any last pieces of advice or things that you feel like the yummy mommies out there need to know? The one thing I would just say to everybody who's even worried or don't know if they should start or even if they're not ready, I would say it's okay. It's okay that you feel worried or that you're scared or that you're ashamed I felt that way. Yeah. I and think it's we're okay. all hesitant yeah. at the beginning, right? Yeah. Because we have so much yeah. drama from the past. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's also, you know, that fear of failing again. To start something and to fail, I don't think anybody wants to do that. But at the same time, like I said, just start because there's not going to be any perfect time. And you are going to be so thankful that you decided that you did this yeah. and you decided to move forward and you decided to not give up. Because at the end of the day, you will realize that you're more capable of anything that you thought possible. That's so cool. I love it. Oh, Terry Ann, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I know this is so helpful for so many people. I really, really appreciate it. Of course. Such an honor, Laura. Okay, you guys, make sure you go to lauraconley.com forward slash weight dash loss dash masterclass if you want to come to the masterclass, which is tomorrow, September 8th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. And if you want to apply for the Yummy Mummy experience, you will find that at lauraconley.com under work with me. So without further ado, I will let you guys go. Have the best week ever. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Hey. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you rated, reviewed, and subscribed in Apple Podcasts. And if you've enjoyed listening, you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy Experience. It is my proven course and group coaching program where we take all this material to the next level and yep, you guessed it, lose weight for the last time. So if this is something that you want, head to lauraconley.com and click work with me. The best part, it comes with a body back or money back guarantee. And of course, you guys, if you haven't gotten your free podcast listener gift, head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. There are three weight loss hacks inside this gift that I am so excited to share with you. These are the three things that I do every day and my clients do every day to lose and maintain their weight. So head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. If you guys don't know how to spell Laura Conley, it's just L-A-U-R-A-C-O-N-L-E-Y. I will see you there.